Here at Notes of a Goon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions required, just better sex guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. Holy shit, Mike, we're here. Yeah, we are. It's Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. That you just heard is my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Now, Mike, I think we deserve a pat on the back this week. Oh? Yes, I think we deserve I think we deserve a little credit. Because, you know, this show, we talk about uh, uh, very intelligent things on this show. We talk about coups. Um, not pussy, but we talk about that. Uh, we talk about the economy. We talk about, like, you know what we don't talk about? Asinine podcast beef. Right? I don't think we do. No, we don't talk about that. And I think we deserve credit for being the only podcast seemingly on earth to not shit on Brendan Schaub last week. I mean, I'm trying to think. Did every other podcast pretty much... Every, and I, can you show me some of the numbers that they got for shitting on Brendan Schaub? Uh, sure. Let's see here. Uh, we got uh, Jesse on fire, thirty thousand views. Oh, Who's this is Jesse me on talking. Fire? Uh, he's a he's a uh, podcaster. He did a couple episodes of Believe You Me. He talks about stuff like this. Okay. You know, stuff in the MMA world, which I guess includes Brendan Schaub's fucking podcast beefs. He got thirty thousand views. Mm. Uh, this. These people, Joke World, got 160,000 views. Who the hell even is that? I, I How mean, many subscribers do they have? I'm assuming it's a world of jokes. I mean, that looks like three women. Uh, yes, probably not many jokes. Um, 92,000 almost mm. subscribers. But, yeah. Um, we got 60,000 here from the... Uh, Everything uh, Comedy Everything Hub. Everything Comedy Hub. Uh, Tim Dillon. The Gringo. 90,000 views yeah with uh with our good friend lewis uh ari trashing brendan Schaub got 60k on what show is that uh i think it's steve burns ah. it's recorded at a zany's in nashville so um yeah nick is not green 
uh, whoever that guy is, yeah. just talking about his I'm comedy I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't want to kick a man while he's down. So I'm very glad. Sean O'Malley has a reaction video to this? Oh, he for sure does. This is what, does he do this a lot? Does he react to things? He has a whole, he's got a whole podcast. Just call it Sean O'Malley Reacts? No, it's, I mean, these are the clips for his podcast. Mm. So do you think we deserve a little credit, Mike? I mean, I think for taking the high road, which is not really what we're known Hell for. Hell yeah, we are not known for taking the high road. We are a uh, subway people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, uh, typically me and Mike get around on one of those, you know, those old-timey carts where uh, Mike pushes one side down, and then it goes up, and then I push the other side down, and we get about one foot at a time going very slowly on the low roads. Yeah. And we could have shit on Brendan Schaub. He apologized to an Asian guy for trying to fuck his hot wife. Who hasn't? Doesn't sound like something a former fucking top heavyweight should do. Apologize? No. No. Sure, he wears joggers and he's fucking... He's got to be older than me, right? Certainly. That's what I'm saying. That's ridiculous for a man that age to dress that way. (laughs) And we, of course, we could have been shitting on him the whole time. It's absolutely... He dresses like a ridiculous... What club is he going to? He's just the old dude in the club in his mind? What is he doing? He's, he's got he's got a wife and kids, no? Does he? And he's trying to fuck his boy's wife? Yeah. And that all just came out in the wash. And we said nothing about it, because we're good guys, Mike. Not a word. We didn't say a goddamn thing about how uh, uh, there's a better like-to-dislike ratio on the video of the guy dressed in a fucking Michael Myers mask just doing his stand-up special to no audience. <laughs> we didn't say anything about that, because we are good people, Mike. <laughs> I didn't say anything about the name Gringo Poppy, which has any sort of number of problems. What 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 name like what? Com- well, all right, it's, let's just take the fact that it's culturally insensitive in a time where maybe you don't want to be super culturally insensitive. Well, you've pissed off an Asian man by trying to cuck him. Mm. Maybe not. Look, I'm gonna put out a special called the Dago Mandingo. <laughs> That's me. I'm the Dago Mandingo. Would you really put out that special? Are you are you producing it? Obviously. I'm fucking stalwart, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, the Dago Mandingo's coming out. I'm going to be the Wigger Samurai after that. <laughs> uh, uh, the WAP Jihadist. Dude, he's fucking... Mind you, his first comedy special... The... What was the name of that one? You're not ready for this? Well, look it up. <laughs> we need to know. All right. Look, if we're going to take the high road, Mike, we really need to have all the facts. Because as of now, we have not shit on Brandon Schaub and his pants at all. Or the way he wears his hat. Oh, you'd be surprised is the first special. I don't... By what? What? We were su- we've been surprised by nothing. He looks exactly like the kind of guy who fucks a f- tries to fuck a friend's wife. True. Right? And we're good people for not mentioning that. We're incredibly good people for not mentioning the fact that Gringo Poppy is a special that I will never watch even one minute of. Not one, because I'm a good person. I'm a good person who did not shit on Brendan Schaub or any of the, and any of the things he did where they were just shitting on him. You know, sometimes you got to fuck your friend's wife. I, you know, I, I, I kind of feel bad, but I'm not insulting him. I'm not going to insult him. I'm not going to insult his special. There's a lot of things we could have said. Right? What are some other things we could have said that we didn't say, Mike? I feel like you've got an opinion on this. Um, 
that he should maybe lay off Asian people after uh, in his first special. Uh, the only thing that even resembled like a uh, carefully thought out joke uh, was just a, an, a racist Asian guy impression. What do you mean uh, a racist Asian guy impression? So, like, he did a whole bit about he was talking to the doctors backstage in the UFC, and the doc was like, oh, Mr. Shaw, you no good. You no do this. This is not good. And uh, then the guy came out and was like, hey, yeah, my name is Steve. Like, I was born in California. I don't talk like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was also Steve Byrne. That's why he ripped him up on the podcast. Oh, uh, okay. That checks out. Makes sense. I didn't even think it of that. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Should have connected those dots. Yeah, there's any number of things we could have said, and we said nothing. We were perfectly nice to Brennan Shaw. I mean, honestly, he should have us on King and the Sting. Do they still do that show? I have no idea what shows happen and don't happen. Who the fuck cares? L.A.? Who the fuck? I give a shit about an L.A. podcast. Anytime I turn on one of those shows... They're all kind. They're basically just massaging each other's legs. I don't. I can't. Are they really? Yeah, it's fucking weird. That is odd. You know, stop rubbing each other's legs. That's why Rogan got the fuck out of there. Really, he says it was the homeless people, but it was all that weird shit. You, uh, radio should be done at a table. All right. <laughs> not on a couch. No, not in two chairs next to each other. Radio should be done at a table. That's where you put your beer. You need this. You see how I'm moving my hand. And I'm touching on things to emphasize that I'm talking into a microphone. And this is supposed to be some sort of job. You don't need to be reclined doing radio. I'm just going to say that. Now, look, we could have said that to shit on anything about Brendan Chubb. And we didn't, Mike. I didn't say that. This is a hypothetical. So I think we're great people. Couldn't agree more. Fantastic people we are. You know? Um, let's think. I'm going to lift my pinky up for my next sip of beer. I'm trying to think what else we we're, could... We're basically aristocrats. Right. So obviously we're not shitting on Brennan Chow. No, obviously not. Right. But the I haven't things, said anything offensive. The things we could... I, I'm, I'm taking inspiration from him. I'm now the Dago Mandingo. I'm trying to think of the things we could have said. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, yeah. What, what could we have said, Mike? I don't know. I don't know. Clearly he's had some work done. It's kind of an odd thing for a man to do. I mean, he's worked on himself, right? You're talking like he did like therapy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I would never, you know, mental health is very important. I would never make fun of somebody for that. It's pretty gay for dudes to be doing that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Yeah, kind of gay. You're right. We're good people, Mike. It's, it's my basic main point. And thank God we didn't sink to the lowest common denominator of shows like the Tim Dillon Show, Flagrant Two, whoever those podcasts we just saw were. Uh, uh, I feel like I heard something at the end of the Bonfire podcast about it. Probably. Skanks. Yeah. I'm really glad we didn't stoop to the level of all of our friends. Just, dude, could you imagine if we uh, were just going to sit here... Yeah, we're just going to take the high road. ...and just talk shit about, you know, Brendan Schaub. Sure, those guys are all making millions of dollars and we're not. But whatever. Could you imagine us just shitting on a guy for openly lying about, uh, you know... Hiring a private investigator, but then somehow getting brought into a child sex thing and and, Wait, and having open documents in, in, in a in a case uh, that, that the FBI is looking into, but Brendan Schaub is is allowed to view them. What? Yeah, that's that's a central part of this is whole he thing. Ray Donovan? No, it's... that's the part of Ray Donovan that I hate. That's where that's where that show turned. I've I've said this on the show before. You remember the part in Ray Donovan where he walks into the FBI director's office, played by Hank Azaria, and smacks him? What? 
Yeah, it happens in like season two. I binge. You know how when you're binging a show, you don't realize how stupid it is until you stop? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I watched the first two seasons of Lost on DVD because I didn't have cable or the internet in my house for a while. Somebody gave me the first two seasons. And right before season three was about to start, they were like, you excited for season three? And I go, no, I think I'm done. They're like, you watched two seasons in three days. And I was like, yeah, I'm done now, though. I think uh, that show's gay. <laughs> and that's how I felt with Ray Dot. Once he did that, I was like, oh, you remember all the things you've seen previously. And you go, this show fucking sucks. You like piece it together, like yeah. fucking the end of uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah, and that's how stupid this whole thing is. And apparently, and did, you, did you know that, though? What? So, like, the whole part of it? No. Okay. I don't follow this sort of thing. I just saw the clips popping up in my YouTube feed of my friends shitting on Brendan Schaub. <laughs> so I watched all of them. So you thought it was Christmas. Um, I, I don't know him, and I don't care to know him. I just was like, oh, I'll click play on these videos. That seems pretty funny. All my friends shitting on the same guy who I have I know nothing about other than he used to be in the UFC. And he's put out two comedy specials that are universally panned that I haven't watched even one minute of. But apparently one of them, he says, pan face it. <laughs> uh, so he fucking... He... He says that he got, like, the docs. He was tired of people shitting on him on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had a private investigator look into... Why would a guy like that even go on Reddit? I, I don't think he goes on Reddit, but just knowing that people are saying mean things about him on the internet. Why would anybody care? Like, if you don't go on a site... Like, it's one thing if people are adding you on Twitter. First of all, you can turn those off. But, like, it's one thing if people are at-mentioning you. If you don't like Reddit, don't go on Reddit. Don't see Reddit comments. That's fucking... And I wouldn't say that about Brendan Shaw because he's a smart guy. All right, so I would say it's incredibly dumb to go on a website that you don't use for anything else just to see people shit on you. So Dan- I would say that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard that anybody could ever possibly do. Dan St. Germain made a really good point to me this weekend mm-hmm. uh, about this whole thing. Um, this is a guy who is a D1 football player, mm-hmm. right? Like had a fucking cup of coffee like in training camps with a couple NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Then switched to being a professional heavyweight cage fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, did pretty well for himself. Right, did okay. Knocked out Krokop. Okay. Then went into stand-up comedy, right? So he's doing a fucking, he's doing a job where you need to be thick-skinned as a person who's literally never been bullied. Like, he's just too big to have ever been bullied. So it's like, he's. this is the first time he's ever dealt with, like, people shitting on him in his 30s. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is not fun. Which is why he still acts like a fucking dork on a... Ba- like, I mean, whatever. That's kind of the beauty of going to New York high school. Because, like, people on sports teams get bullied in New York high school. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, you have to be retardedly jacked to be on, like, a football team in a New York high school without, like, a crip being like, "What? I'll pistol whip you. Shut the fuck up. Act tough because you can bench. I have a gun on me. <laughs> Sick. Um. And everybody, that's my. That's always been my philosophy in life. And it's a metaphorical thing. But every man needs to get slapped in the face. And that could be by online bullying. That could be a literal slap in the face by a man larger than you that you cannot do anything about. It could just be a kick in the nuts by life. Could be pistol whipped. Could be pistol whipped by a crip for thinking you're tough for being on a football team. <laughs> Could be any number of things. I once saw a guy who thought he was like a tough big dude, a uh, bully an Asian kid, and then get blasted in the face with a master lock until he bled 
buckets on the street on DeKalb Avenue. Oh, you should have known that guy. That was the lock that that kid used to lock up his gym clothes. And uh, uh, he actually, that means he actually had gym clothes and went to gym, and he beat up some kid who tried to pick on him. That Everybody needs one of those moments in their life. Get hit in the face with a master lock. You need to fail, is essentially what I'm saying. <laughs> it's something. So, I mean, maybe that's what this guy needs. I don't know. And again, I'm not shitting on him for anything. Would never. Would, I would never. How many views does his YouTube special have? Uh, Gringo Poppy? Yeah. Let's check right now. And then how many views does the one with the creepy mask guy have? Um, oh, dude, it's only 25 and a half minutes. How did I not finish this? <laughs> like, it's a 25. To be fair, like, you have the wor- You can't finish paying attention to the individual 10 minute segments on this show. That's fair. It's a 25. Uh, 25.58 is the runtime on this fucking special. We've spent about 15 minutes talking about this now, so... Uh, <laughs> 1.2 million views in a month. That's pretty good. It's pretty fucking great. Good for you, Brendan Schaub. You know what? I say, you know what? We gotta lift up our brothers. <laughs> what is he, Jewish, Schaub? Is that a Jewish name? I mean, I suppose. I can't find this video of a guy... <laughs> There's definitely a video that has 60,000 views that came up in my YouTube feed of a guy in a weird, creepy mask. Just doing all of the jokes with no audience. I'm furiously Googling this now because I want to see this so bad. Mm. Look, long and short of it is we're very good people for not shitting on Brendan Schaub. We're fucking great people. We are, you know. Look, we'll watch that We after, are Mike. the world. I'll find it for you. I'll send you that. Let's see. Here's the true test. If you can get through that, but you couldn't get through the other one, that's the true test, and we'll, we'll come back to this next week. You ready, Mike? We're going to move on. You sure you're ready to move on right now? Found it? Right this second, you ready to move on? All right, what would you like to say, Mike? No, nothing. I just needed a second to get this up. Mm. Moving on. Much louder the second time. Yeah. Uh, Mike, we haven't asked the goon. We may as well get into that. Actually, Ooh. no. We should do, what do you think we should do? Should, should we do a topic? Should we do an ask the goon? What do you think? Uh, but we still haven't done any housekeeping. We got to do some housekeeping. We got to talk about the uh, Connecticut Sun game coming up. I'm so hyped about that. Uh, uh, that's coming up uh, uh, the 22nd of June. I've had more people message me this week about the Connecticut Sun game really? than anything I'm not else getting, I did. I'm not getting any of those. Huh. Um, yeah, I haven't got. You've gotten a bunch of extra ones? I mean, just DMs. I, I got people who are telling me they're they're excited to go. So yeah. So what do we have? Like five people? I think so. Oh, we need forty people. Well, so we're an eighth of the way there. It's almost June. So. I mean, look, dude, I feel like I, I run a venue. Most of my tickets go day like day or week of. So you know, I mean, being. I mean, the fact that we got five people plus five of us interested in going to a Connecticut Sun game in Connecticut. That's probably a record. That is the most people that have ever wanted to go see the Connecticut Sun. It's true. How are they doing? Uh, the Connecticut Sun, absolutely was, killing it. There was six and two the other day. Yeah, last week. Well, I even on Thursday. What? Even on Thursday, we checked on High Society Radio. Oh, you you've turned this into a thing now. <laughs> Hashtag Goon Squad, baby. Yeah? yeah, you're giving Goon Squad updates on HSR. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see here. I know I watched one of their games the other day because I uh, may or may not have had a bit of a wager on it. Uh, these... Did you have a wager on it? Did you win money? 
may or may not have. Uh, Goon Squad. Let's see. The Sun are still six and two. Have not played since last Thursday. Um. Yeah, and they just beat the Mystics, uh, the other top team in the uh, in the East. So, are they the Mystic Pizzas? No, it's the, uh, the what? They should play in Mystic Connecticut and be the Mystic Pizzas. It'd be you a whole Connecticut have, WNBA. You want two Connecticut WNBA teams? Yeah, that's Mystic, insane. Mystic Pizzas versus the Connecticut Sun. New York City can hold two baseball teams. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. You want the state of two Connecticut teams too to be able to Pretty hold much two hockey teams. Mm. The whole state of Connecticut should be able to have versus two, the city of New York. Just two WNBA teams. I mean, just the Mystic Pizzas and the Connecticut Suns. <laughs> it's the Washington Mystics. The Washington Mystics. Yeah, because the other the men's team is Washington the Wizards. State? No, Washington DC then. Yeah, they should be the Bullets. The women's team should be the, should bullets. Be the bullets. They should yeah, just take yeah. the old. Yeah. <laughs> the WME dude, the WME team should be the bullets. I don't look, we're trying to change the image of women's sports. They should just be the bullets and be like, no, we're the bullets. Shut the fuck up. That's actually pretty tough. We're broads and we will fucking kill you because we're bullets. I'm a fucking hero to women. I don't hate this plan. Yeah. I'm I truly do not. Hell yeah. So the Washington Bullets versus the Connecticut Sun. The Connecticut Mystics. <laughs> Connecticut Mystic Pizzas. The Mystic Connecticut Pizzas. That's what they would be. Yo, that actually, that is a woo. Uh, so if the if the Mystics change their name to the Bullets, then the Mystic name is back out there. Mystic Connecticut Pizza. Mystic Connecticut Pizzas. Pizzas is a good name. Pizzas is a fucking great name for The fact that there's not a sports professional sport. sports team just called the Pizzas. It's like, yo. You, it works do, for any sport. What do people like? Pizza. Dog, give the people what they want. Yeah, the pizzas. What are we doing? Mike Piazza can fucking do the, uh, he can do the commentary for whatever. Dude, that'd be sick. Mike Piazza's still alive, right? Probably. Is he shamed? Has he been publicly shamed? For what? I don't know. He's pretty dumb in Italian. I don't know. I feel like he was always like... Did he get uh, me too'd? He didn't get me too'd, right? Nah, I feel like he was closeted gay. That's why he's always on his knees. Mm, checks out. Yeah, that's why he chose that position. Catcher, come on now. Yeah, you trying to tell us something, Mikey boy? Yeah. Oh, what are you on the bottom? Are you power bottom? Yeah. Mm, no, he's uh, he's fifty three. He's still alive. All right, good, good for you, Mike Piazza. You, Dude, we get you a job at the Connecticut Mystic Pizzas, Mr. Connecticut Pizzas. Sick. Um. All right, moving on. Mike, cops are fucking pussies. That's what I want to talk about real quick. You don't say. Yeah, cops are fucking ridiculous pussies. I didn't want to talk about the shooting in Ovalde. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? I don't know, dude. I've only read it on Twitter. Oh, so Ovalde, the, the shooting with the kids, because I don't want to talk about the kids getting shot. There's some of the suggestions. Why of... not? I don't do fucking kids, Mike. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, That's defensible. But then I found out how outrageously uh, vaginal the fucking cops were. Standing outside for fucking an hour? Yes. Went out and get, went in and got their kids. Tased, threatened to tase people for going to get their kids. And a couple, couple, couple things. People have been saying, um, well, there's all these good guys with guns around, so clearly the good guys with guns thing doesn't work. Those were not good guys with guns. 
Those were clearly raging fucking pussies with fucking guns. You know? That's probably more dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you, you put a gun into a pussy, it will slip out, and you will not hit your intended target. <laughs> a, no. I mean, I, look, some of them grip down. You know what I'm saying? Clack, clack. But All right. typically, it's not a good idea to put a gun inside of a vagina and try to fire it. And those guys clearly are made of pussy, so their hands are probably slippery. That's all I'm saying. Those guys are literally made of 100% pussy skin. It all checks out. Yeah. it's Dude, I saw a picture of them. But they gave them a statement. Because that's the lips flapping against Hello. each other. I assume that's how a pussy would talk. If it was giving a... No, this very, is how a pussy talks. The way you just talk? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Do a whole thing. <laughs> you were gonna do a whole thing on pussies and how they might conceivably talk. I feel like they would probably have a little. If they were trying to give like a serious police statement about what happened, we. That's how pussies would talk. The police officer. Dude, I even saw. I saw the fucking video of the. The cop who gave the statement, and he was just like, well, these brave men and women that, uh, first of all, it was all men. Uh, they were all pussies. They were made of complete pussy skin. Even their dicks were made of pussies. It was ridiculous. Um, it, fuck, it, it made me so fucking angry. The more that came out about it, that they like were waiting for a SWAT team, and then the tactical team that showed up, they said 40% of the budget of that town went to the police. Did you read that? 40? That's a large amount. Yeah. Uh, they, I think at this point they should have to give their kids to the people who lost their kids for that kind of fucking money. And you did nothing. I just, but again, my point is cops were never the good guys. The idea of the good guy with the gun isn't the cops having guns. So in the nineties, Florida was the only state that you were allowed to carry a gun in the cab of your car. Did you know that? Yeah, Florida had record low carjackings in the time that carjackings were running rampant around the country. Because any car could have a gun in it. That's the idea. The idea is people won't try shit. Now, here's the thing. With these fucking crazy people killing people, they're still gonna do that. So there's no way around that. You could give your police force 40% of your tax revenue and assume... That they will unlock the door of the school. Did you hear that? That I'm getting very angry. Um, did Understandably. You, did you hear? Uh, uh, so when the tactical team did get there, they had to go. They were like, oh, do you have the keys to this door? And then these guys had to go to like the security station and get the keys to the front door to the school. Because in the hour that they were waiting for a fucking SWAT team, they didn't think to get the keys to the door. That's how much they weren't going in there. And then you got this asshole, their spokesman, the chief of police down there just going, well, there was a lull. No, it was, the, it was, a, was, a, was it a congressman from that district? He's going, well, there was a lull in the action about this much time in. Yeah. Because that guy had run out of people to kill in the school classroom he had fucking barricaded himself in. I think that's some asshole on Fox said to get bulletproof blankets. What? Yeah. Now, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. Blankets still work like this. When you need to take a blanket off of a kid. 
if you have a nephew or a niece, they have tried to hide under a blanket 47 times in the same hide-and-seek game. By the third time, you just grab the blanket and go, and take it off of them. I'm pretty sure that's not going to work. Oh, ye of little faith. <sighs> Bulletproof blankets. Fucking. Somebody was like, well, they should only have one door open in every school. Yeah, that was, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, former presidential candidate. The one who Trump talked shit on his wife. Ted Cruz. Yeah, 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 that guy. He said they should only have, uh, and he's the senator for Texas. It's probably going to hurt him in a primary. Um, should only have one door per school, Mike. One door. Let me ask you a question. How many doors did that guy walk through to get into school? I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a limb. Uh, I'm going to guess one. One door. Uh-huh. It seems, yeah. I, typically, you don't walk through two doors to cool. get inside. Typically, if you walk into one door, and then you walk through a second door, you're no longer inside the place. You're back outside of the place. That's how doors work. You walk inside of a place, that's one door. If you walk out of another door, you're back outside. Now you have to walk into a third door to get back in again. That's how doors work. I don't know if anybody else has ever seen Scooby-Doo, but that's how fucking doors work. Now, in Scooby-Doo, you would walk through one door and then come out a second door. There was... That's how doors work, Mike. That's what I just said. Yeah, but they used <laughs> Every pussy says harumph. All right. What do you think a pussy would talk like, Mike? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't think of a better noise. You've been shitting on my pussy voice. Ah. What are you talking about? Mine was totally different. Moral of the story is cops are pussies. Now people are saying that they should uh, 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 start confiscating everybody's AR-15s. Everybody's? Who's going to do it? Because the cops are scared of somebody with an assault rifle. <laughs> we should ban them and confiscate all the assault rifles. Who's going to get them? Who's going to go pick them up? Yeah, somebody... I don't think the cops are going to go ringing doorbells and be like, Hey, uh, you don't think I'm terrified? How are they going to get them into the car? They're, ter- they're clearly terrified of them. A cop can't even touch an assault rifle without turning into a moist vagina. He's going to turn into a puddle, fall through the floor. Like Hydro Man from Spider-Man. He's going to sploosh right into himself. Because hmm, they're made completely of pussy. I've never been more mad at the police. This is it? This takes the cake? Uh, I mean, I've never been a fan of the police. I hate the police, typically. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I am all for this. Uh, this hatred that is now going around of the police. Uh, here's what's funny. is a. Uh, 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 for the first time, I saw a lot of right-wing guys. A lot of people don't typically share fuck-the-police memes that are like your typical Republican. Seen a lot of that now. So that's probably a good thing. But uh, uh, it seems like we still can't figure out some sort of weird halfway point with the gun situation. Well, like, I asked my boy, who's a cop. I was like, yo, what do you think about this? And he's like, he's like, yo, I kind of just put blinders on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... I don't even want to, I'm not reading any of these stories. Like, he's a man who's got kids. Uh-huh. So I was like, what do you think about these cops being fucking pussies and just waiting outside for an hour? And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. There's fucking kids getting killed. I'm not, I'm not reading that story. And I'm like, you have nine guns. You should be reading this story. Yeah. 
We should go pistol whip some of these cops in Texas. <clears throat> it's pretty lame. Yeah, they suck. They're terrible fucking people, and I'm furious. Yeah. Fucking dude, that shit honestly did piss me off, because it's especially like, I was, I was watching the, I was like, it's the first piece of news I heard on the, the subject, right? Like, I knew it happened. I saw, like, the tweets and everything. And it's like, I'm fucking desensitized to it at this point, right? Like, we had Sandy Hook. We had the thing down in Tampa with that fucking pillow kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I don't want to keep reading about fucking kids getting gunned down. I typically try to avoid it. Um, the only thing that make, makes it a story is just how fucking soft-bellied these fucking cops were. Right, and that's like that's really what got me, right? It was the first piece of media that I consumed properly on like a TV, and it was somebody saying like, yeah, police were stationed outside for an hour waiting for the tactical team to come. And it's like, well, dude, the fucking tactical team got shot. That guy took a bullet on the tactical team. Yeah. Like, you, you know what's going to happen. If there's a guy with a fucking AR-15 in there... Look, look, somebody's going to get hit probably. You like to think you would do something differently, and I won't sit here and say I would have. I like to think I would have. Um, but you don't know what you're going to do. However, I also never went and became a fucking cop and took a fucking paycheck because I don't know that I am running into that building with the fucking guy with the AR-15. Bro, well, my dad... I like to think I would. Your dad was a cop. My dad was a cop. He went into a fucking... And every day, he has to fight to take an AR-15 out of his own mouth, knowing (laughs) that you're his son. He's too afraid of (laughs) AR-15s. That's true. That's true. It's just his old service weapon, which was a thirty-eight back then. Yeah, I mean, it genuinely... He did have a thirty-eight in the house. But uh, the, the, the thing that got me was, like... He was a fucking, he was a cop, but he went into a burning building to, like, help someone at one point. Because, like, that's what you're supposed what do you, to do. What do you mean he went into a burning building? There was a fire. Mm-hmm. He fucking... Did he try to shoot it out? Yes. He tried to shoot at the fire. No, there was, like, somebody trapped inside. He fucking kicked the door open, went in, like, before the firefighters got on the scene. Because that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine firefighters standing outside of a fucking burning building being like, yeah, I'm a little too afraid to go. Yeah, it's a fire in there. It's real... There's some there's some some chicken grease in there. It's a whole thing. Hmm. It's not you just know? a regular fire. It's an assault fire. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean it's an assault fire? Somebody put a lot of salt in the fire. <laughs> what? It's a salted fire. It's a salted fire. Don't you smell all that salt? No, it smells like a building is burning. <laughs> it's a salt factory. <laughs> we can't go anywhere. It's an assault factory. It's an assault fire. Ooh. Um. There's a lot of other cop news too. No, but it's just that, that to me is, I don't know, dude, that's like, for all these motherfuckers who are talking like, you know, these colors don't run, the fucking blue lives matter, all that horse shit. I mean, they don't run in or out of buildings, apparently. They don't run anywhere. Yeah, they just kind of mill around. They mosey on down to the donut shop. You know, and like I said, I I couldn't say what I was going to do without being faced with it, but I can't imagine. I want to talk to the cop who tried to rally the other cops. If there's not one who exists to go, yeah, let's go into the thing. Right. Like, there's a guy in there killing. There's, I mean, at the time, he was just in the one classroom, but there was other classrooms of kids, right? They hadn't evacuated the school. No, they couldn't. So, how do you not? And they know what room it is. 
They know he knows how to get there. Most of them probably went to that fucking elementary school. Like their kids? Either them or their kids. Yeah. I doubt there's multiple elementary schools at Uvalde fucking... Yeah, a place where 40% of the town budget is going to the cops. I yeah. don't think they have money for a second elementary school. Well, that's another thing. Is like They gave all this money to the cops because it's a border town. Meanwhile, it was border agents, that, federal border agents, that came and actually did something, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they did say that they probably, uh, the cops are going to be nice and they're not going to prosecute any of the uh, illegals who were exposed because their children were hurt at the shooting. Wait, you're telling me ICE didn't immediately just start rounding people up nope, no, from the shooting? Apparently ICE is going to be nice about it. Mm, ICE is nice, baby. So nice, they named it ICE. Um, <laughs> as long as we're on this subject, uh, Vice put out an article uh, profiling four different types of shooters, mass shooters. Whoa, and they whoa. And the stats on... Whoa. What? Can't be profiling. That's what I said. <laughs> I mean, how dare you, Vice? I thought Jesus. you were woke. Um, let's see what they have. They have four different... Um, so, okay. So it's... Uh, no, it's five different types of shooters and then the stats that they share in common. K-12 to shooters, mostly white males, students or former students of the school with a history of trauma. Most are suicidal, plan their crime extensively, and make others aware of their plans at some point before the shooting. They use multiple guns that they typically steal from a family member. Hmm. Um, so the typical person who shoots up a school would be a student of the school and a thief stealing my guns. Who do you think you are? The Democrats? <laughs> I don't know why, but I like that. <laughs> Most are suicidal, plan their crime extensively. These are, um, they're, they're describing girls in cutting in this, right? More or less, yeah. It's, it's this, uh. then college and university shooters, non-white males who are current students of the university are suicidal, have a history of violence. Yeah, it seems that, uh. Male suicidal history of violence seem to be the big ones. Um, workplace shooters can be any race. Doesn't skew one way or another. It says 40-something males without a specific racial profile. That guy who shot up the Coors Brewery, black guy. I mean, probably the best workplace shooting incident. Because it was at Coors? No. I was oh. just going to say a different one. Oh, which one? Christopher Dorner. Oh, yeah. That wasn't at a workplace. It wasn't that all at his cabin. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's wasn't he only wasn't he a cop who strictly killed cops? Yep. That's he, a workplace shooting. Dude, he was like Jack Dexter. <laughs> Don't corner the Dorner, bro. <laughs> um commercial locations, usually white men in their thirties with a history with a violent history and criminal record. You know what's funny about this? Is they're not mentioning that like the people that they're actually talking about when it comes to shooters at the commercial locations. Are motherfuckers angry that, like, something didn't... Like, a lot of people don't just show up to a restaurant and shoot it up. They are in a restaurant, angry, and sh or, like, robberies or shootings in co commercial locations. So I would imagine... I think most armed robberies are probably uh, 
white dudes that saw heat too many times. You think? I think so. Most armed robberies of like a store throughout the country? Where shootings happen? So if you're robbing a store in another part of the country where you're shoot where you're bucking off, right? Okay. You're probably in a rural area because you're you you're feeling like the cops aren't gonna show up for a while. That's why you're doing that, right? And then you're fucking you know, most people are white people. Men are the fucking uh people who commit the most violent crimes. It's just a fact. Because we're fucking good at it. We're jacked and fucking fuck shit up. You know what I mean? Checks out. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah. So those are the, all the things that these shooters have in common. Also, there was a thing in uh, California. This was a good. This is a good thing. Uh, apparently, schools do not have to tell. Uh, they don't have to tell the cops of a child acting up anymore. Like, so if you get caught with drugs, the school doesn't have to call the cops on you. I think this is a good thing. Especially since we know all these cops are pussies and will fuck with a kid, but then they won't run and fucking save one. Wait, explain that. So, if I if, typically in like say a New York public school, if you get caught with drugs, the principal is legally obligated to call the police. Now, in certain California districts, I think it was in San Francisco, maybe San Diego, they don't have to do that anymore. That's pretty dope. Hell yeah, it's fire. I think that's uh, I think that's great. That, I mean, this will eventually. Um, become a problem. Like, I want it to not... I want it to not be a fucking thing, but it will eventually be a problem because one person... It's a good thing overall, but then the kid who's an asshole, they're gonna call the cops when he gets caught with drugs. You know what I mean? The kid who, like, is just... Like, basically, if you are very quiet in class and have good grades but get caught with 500 e-pills, they will not call the cops. But if you are an asshole to teachers and caught with a bag of weed... They will call the cops. You know what I mean? Like, if you, like, threw an eraser at the back of an old lady's head while she was working, like, while she was trying to teach you fractions, and then you get caught with a roach clip, they're calling the police. So it's at the teacher's discretion. It's at the principal's discretion. So the guy who's causing him an issue. Whoever's giving him agita that week, they're getting the cops called on him because every kid has drugs on him. If you don't have drugs on you and you're a child, you're fucking up. Nobody ever thinks to search you. <laughs> What are you doing? Hide some drugs on your person. Make some money. Stop being an idiot. It's true. Yeah. Learn a fucking trade so you can get out of these fucking schools sooner because the cops are coming to help you. <laughs> and you will get shot there. You will get shot there. By your classmates. Especially since you have all those drugs on you. Yeah. You fucking mule. Just point to the white kid. Yeah. He's going to kill you. That, for sure. I mean, most likely according to this thing. Ugh. All right. I said my piece. Cops are fucking pussies. That's the end of the day. That's the moral of the story. Fuck them. Moving on. Um, yeah, we got to ask the goon, Mike. Don't we got to talk about our special oh, friends? Oh, we do first? have to talk about our special friends. Our great friends over at BreatheFume.com. You, know you know about BreatheFume.com? They, uh, they, they provide you with a little wooden inhaler. Uh, uh, with a little piece. You put a little piece of cotton in. It's like an insert, they call it. You put that in there, and it's infused with the world's super plants. Things like uh, peppermint, black pepper. They open up your lungs. They make you feel good. It's what it's really good for is when you need something in your fucking hand. Everybody, it's, it's a fidget spinner for your fucking mouth with great flavors. Also, freshens your breath a bit. You want things like this. Let's say you're trying to stop eating. Or let's, I mean, it's, it's marketed for quitting smoking. So obviously, I had a buddy of mine who just needed something to do with his hands. So he started eating shelled peanuts. 
That motherfucker gained like 20 pounds just from eating peanuts, just because he needed something to do with his hands. This takes that away from you. You can kind of put something in your mouth, you're holding it, it feels like a cigarette in your hand, you're moving around. It works the same way if you're trying to stop eating, you just have that in your hand, it gives you a little bit of flavor, trying to drink a little less, you hit that thing, it, it gives you the out. You can go outside to hit it, even though it's not a vape. You know what I mean? And here's Sounds the thing, lovely. if you vape and you're trying to not vape inside because you keep getting yelled at for vaping inside because you're not supposed to vape inside, you get a fume at breathefume.com slash goon. Use the promo code goon. You get 10% off. And then here's the thing. You get rid of your vape. You hit a fume. Right? You go. You get rid of your vape. You hit a fume at breathefume.com slash goon. Promo code's goon. You get 10% off your order. Once again, that is breathefume.com slash goon. Use the promo code goon. You're going to get 10% off. Moving on. We've got an Ask the Goon going, Mike. Ooh. Yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, actually, this is you're an expert in this. Oh. Yeah, so let's talk about this. <sighs> What's up, Chris and Mikey? I have a housing question for you. I live in Southern California, and I've been saving for a house for a while now. I spent my savings on a new Jeep Wrangler since I flipped my 2001 Jeep, so I'll be saving for a bit longer. My question is, are, is owning a house even worth it nowadays? with all the costs that come with it, or should I just get a townhouse with a decent HOA that would cover a lot of those costs? So that's an interesting question. Is it even worth owning a home right now? Well, there are some. there is some evidence. There's a couple, bunch of articles that came out that the housing market is cooling. And, you know, um, FHA loans are not... Uh, actually, I think they might still be... You might still be able to get a decent rate if it's your first home. You find a house. I mean, my my answer would be if you find a house you like, you should buy it. Buy it because even if the housing market dips, it'll always go up over time. Because inflation will always go up over time. You think? Do I think inflation will go up over time? No. Do I do? You, all right. So, if it's a actual house and not like a condo, yeah. All right, but you got all these like. Uh, what about like BlackRock? What about them? Right, they just bought up a ton of houses. Yes. Right, a bunch of these fucking investment firms are buying up mad houses. Yes, and if they haven't bought the house that you are looking at, and you buy it, and then they offer to buy it for you, they will buy it for over market value, Mike. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like we're we're shifting to a place where like personal home ownership is going to be a fucking you know within a generation or two, it's going to be like a thing of the past. I mean, that is plausible. They're going to jack up the rates of buying a home. Right you're to the about, you're talking about the uh, you're talking about mortgage rates, right? Well, like no, just the price of a home to the point where it's like I I I don't know. Like right, there's a lot of empty land in this country. Everybody says that shit. Here's the thing: for every BlackRock that exists, there are 500 smaller companies that want to build you a home that you want to purchase. You understand what I mean? You think? And there's a lot of empty space in this country. Yeah, but then how do the like how do those developers get money to buy you a home? From hard to build money you lenders. Yeah. Look, there's no shortage of different people doing different types of deals. I got a mortgage this year, Mike. Me. Sick. You know what I mean? I'm just saying is like there's no I mean, I have a friend who puts these kind of deals together and he's always getting he's always got like private investors and just like random people who want to be in real estate that aren't but have made a ton of money. And there's always going to be somebody Look, it, it's, 
not everybody wants to live like they live in New York. If anything in the last two years has taught us with the amount of people, there was just an article that came out that something like 60,000 people have switched out their New York licenses for Florida licenses. And there's a bunch of other states doing the same people in other states doing the same things because people do not want to live like this. Like people do not want to be renters for their entire life. There will always be somebody that wants to own their own home and they'll they'll be willing to move somewhere else for it. That's it. Like to me, if you live in a place where BlackRock hasn't got to yet. and You could buy a house and they're going to buy that house from you. Fucking buy the house. Uh. So, I mean, look, I mean, the real problem is you flipped your 2001 Jeep Wrangler. That's the thing we're glossing over. This gentleman flipped his 2001 <laughs> Jeep Wrangler. Now, Mike, I asked you this because I figure you're, you're our housing expert here on the show. I'm, I'm an expert on housing. <laughs> okay. Both had to lose it and gain it. Had to sleep your way into some. Had to, had to sleep your way into some good credit housing. Um, but... At the end of the day, the real thing is this, is like, the S&P hasn't bottomed out yet, but it will. So you might want to put that money in the S&P, wait for it to hit a new high, take it out, and then buy a house. Okay. I don't, wait, if it hasn't bottomed out yet. Well, what, wait till it bottoms out. What if you put your money in? Look, here's the thing. Uh, somebody, somebody brought up a, a, a good point to me. If you were 110 years old and had just been buying in the 20s, through the 30s, in the 50s, then when the, the 80s recession happened, if you were still just buying and you still bought through 2008, you would still be up right now. <laughs> like if you would have just been putting $10,000 in the S&P every year for the last 100 years, it's been around for 100 years? Yeah. All right. I imagine. But if you I don't think so. Just in the market in general. Okay. In the United States stock market. Just in aggregate funds, which have existed for a long time. If you had just been buying stocks for the last 100 years, you would still be up right now despite the downturn. And you would have been up at all of the downturns. Maybe not 29. Yes, Mike? You seem like you're pondering something. I'm just thinking. It's so, never a bad idea to buy a house, because here's the thing about buying a house. The price of the house will always go up. Right, but there's also... Unless it's a, it's a rare down year for housing. <clears throat> so it's never a terrible... Look, in the short term, you might get fucked, because if the housing market does tank... Here's the thing. If you've got to stay for a while longer anyway, see if the housing market tanks. Then buy a house when it's low. It's still a fucking house. At the end of the day, a house is always more tangible than a fucking stock certificate. Can't really argue with that. Yeah. It's a fucking house. You live in it. You're paying the mortgage that you agreed to pay based on your current income. The value of the house is always going to go up, and you're paying money in. Now, obviously, the first five, obviously, the way mortgages work, you're paying off interest in the front end. And then after five years or so, that's when you start really paying down your principal. Right? But, you know, you fucking, it's a house. You live in it. You're going to eventually not need to live in it anymore. 
And then you could sell it for a smaller house or an apartment or whatever. Or just rope up. Leave the money to your family. Whatever you want to do. It's up to you after that point. But you have a house to do it in. No one can stop you from killing yourself in your own house. <laughs> if you try to kill yourself on the train, people will get pissed. Just going to throw that out there. What? Well, well, you think? Do I think that if you try to kill yourself on the train, people will get angry? Yeah. I know that. How do you know? I've been angry at people who try to kill themselves on the train. No, no, not by throwing themselves in front of the train. I'm talking like fucking With a gun? hangman's noose on the fucking strap hanger bar. Have you been caught behind a medical emergency on the train? You know how annoying that is? You know what those medical emergencies are? People killing themselves. I feel like it's people. What else is a medical emergency on the train? It's people jumping in front of the train. If you hang yourself on the train in front of other people, they're going to call an ambulance, and then we're going to have to wait for that ambulance to get down there and cut that rope down, take pictures and shit. Fuck you if you kill yourself on any sort of train or plane or automobile for that matter. Kill yourself in your own house. Buy a house to kill yourself in. If you kill yourself in an automobile, that's pretty baller. Not if you accidentally kill somebody else or hurt somebody. Well, yeah, obviously. But I'm saying... Oh, you're talking about like... If you're like on a bus and you can rope up. All right, yeah, that's pretty cool. Bus isn't really jamming anything up. But I'm saying like it's pretty pussy to like kill yourself in your garage with like the windows down and just running the exhaust. But then again, you're then you're in your are you in your car or are you in your house at that point? Like if you're in your car in your house, you're kind of just in your house, right? You're saying your car is an extension of your house? No, I'm saying if you're in your garage, your garage is an extension of your house. If you're in your car in your house, you're kind of just in your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you're in your car. But it's like I'm in my clothes in my house. I'm really just in my house. Outside I'm in my clothes. Fair. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like how turtles work. That is how turtles work. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> I think we got to the bottom of that. <laughs> Buy a house unless you're a turtle, because you already got a house. And here's the thing: once you have that house, you can smoke some fine Delta Eight THC. <laughs> Thanks to the great people over at Yo Delta. The fine people at Yo Delta want you to not breathe in exhaust fumes. They want you to breathe in Delta 8 vapor. Sweet, sweet Delta 8 vape. You know, they got vapor. They got gummies. You go to YoDelta.com. You can use the promo code GAS. You're going to get 25% off your order. Go to YoDelta.com and use that promo code G-A-S. And you're going to get 25%. 25% off? 25% off. The finest Delta 8 products. Here's the thing about Delta 8. Uh, in a lot of places where regular THC is illegal, Delta 8 made from hemp is legal. So you can take that. What I want you to do is blow smoke down the barrel of an AR-15 and right into a fucking cop's face and send him running. They're going to be terrified and they can't do shit because it's perfectly legal to own an AR-15, blow smoke out the barrel, and it's, especially if it's fine Delta-8 smoke. Mm-hmm. I want you to point uh, your Delta-8 smoke in an AR-15 at the nearest police officer and tell him, Fuck you. You're not going to do shit because this is Delta 8 and you're scared of this gun. <laughs> so you go to YoDelta.com and use the promo code GAS and you get 25% off your order. That's YoDelta.com and use the promo code GAS. Don't actually do any of those things I just said. That was satire. Satire, Ooh. satire. Except 
hilarious if you did. If you can make a bong out of an AR-15, send us a picture. I'll personally buy you some fucking Yo Delta. Dude, if you send me a picture of you with a AR-15 bong, I will send you some Yo Delta gummies. Yeah. 100%. Hell yeah. 100% I will send you some Yo Delta gummies. You know what? Send me an Instagram reel of being like, Yo Delta inspired me to make this AR-15 bong. And I will, I will get the guys from Yo Delta to send you something. They'll send you a care package, motherfuckers. YoDelta.com, promo code's gas, 25% off your order. Moving on. A little quick on the trigger with that one, Mike. Moving on. You- you happy? I am happy, Mike. I am. I'm super happy. Um, we got to check in with our friends, the Taliban. Uh, oh, what are they a, up to? There's our Taliban news segment. Um, so here's top Taliban leaders makes more promises on women's rights, but quips naughty women should stay home. I think that's women, according to them. According to them, so basically, here's the thing. Uh, uh, this is great. A senior Taliban official has repeated the group's as yet unfulfilled pledge to allow girls back into high school, saying there would be good news soon, but suggested that women who protested the regime's restrictions on women's rights should stay home. Um, I don't know if you idiots realize this, but the women who protested are the ones who want to go to school. <laughs> the ones who stayed home are like, sweet, no school. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks Afghan women are, huh? Oh, we want to go to school. We want to go to school. Shut the fuck up. Stay home. Pretty sweet. Then they're going to be wanting a snow day, but it's the desert. <laughs> What are they going to do, Mike? Well, they're not thinking. Um, they're not legally allowed to think. Yeah. So what? They, so apparently what this is trying to say is that when he said naughty women, he meant women controlled by other factions, not the Taliban regime. Uh, he also then said, we keep naughty women at home and laughed. Now, that's a weird sex thing, right? I feel like it probably is. Seems like a weird sex thing, right? What's this guy's name? Haqqani. <sighs> Amanpour Haqqani. Is, uh, yeah, I just... There was no one opposed... This is, this is another... It's so, the quote, some of these quotes. There was no one opposed to girls' education in the Afghan government. Oh, that's suspect. Seems like uh, you guys totally just came into power and were like, girls can't. Can't be, can't be having that. It's yeah. out of control. Oh, they are allowing girls to go up to sixth grade. Above that grade, the work is continuing on a me- mechanism. What does that even mean? Very soon, you will hear very good news about this issue. God willing, I Isn't love it. That- Allah willing. Yeah, it should be. I think they just call him God sometimes. Um, but it's just such a weird. They're just gas. First of all, it's a female reporter talking to them. It's just like, these guys are just like. They allow female reporters? Yeah, not even fully covered. Talk about a naughty woman. What a naughty woman having a job not covering her whole face. I don't want to see the windows to your soul. Who would? Fucking hoe. No, but I just it's just such a weird thing. It's like, they're still trying to gaslight these women by being like, don't worry, we'll do it later. Like, It's like, you have all the guns and you're in, just tell them to shut up. You guys are just kind of being assholes. Like, they're just like, well, we want to be recognized as a real government. Well, then let girls go to high school. Like, 
That's the only way you're going to be looked at as a real government is if you let girls go to school. Well, we will in a little while. It's like, you, 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 dude, you won't. Just be assholes or don't, fucking Taliban, all right? Jesus, remember when they were all whimsical riding bumper cars? Now they can't even bring their guns into bumper car places? Dude, what if imagine? a bad guy with a gun shows up? They need good Taliban's with guns. Imagine a world in which you can't trust your local Taliban. Dude, it's crazy. Your magistrate Taliban? It's what We need that. Dude, I remember when I was growing up, if the Taliban said something, you could believe it was going to happen. I mean, do you know? You, I mean, Cops were heroes. Cops were heroes. I mean, they ran into that building. And there wasn't, yo. There wasn't you, even Taliban's in there anymore. <laughs> they all disintegrated because of the jet fuel. Because jet fuel can't melt steel beams. But it can melt some sort of desert clothing. <laughs> that stuff's pretty airy. It's true. Um, yeah, the Taliban used to, you know, I mean, do you ever hear the quote when they brought um, the first uh, Trade Center bomber in? Did you ever hear the quote? Where he, they were like, yep, you didn't get it. They brought it, they like, sh- they passed it, and he just went, nope, not yet. The Wait, 91 what? bomber, you never heard that? No. When they were bringing him in to, uh, to court to be tried, the cops pointed it out to him and go, see, you didn't get it. And he goes, nope, not yet. Hmm. You never heard that? Nope. I don't know if it's true. I definitely just heard that. <laughs> Look it up. Or he maybe said, not yet we did it. He probably said it more evilly. <laughs> not yet we did it. I kind of said it more of like a matter of fact. Nah, I'll get to it. <laughs> like cleaning the garage or something. I mean. All right. 93 World Trade Center bomber. Was it not 91? 93. Mm. I was 10 years old then, Mike. 10 years old. I remember fine. being like, why do we even care about this? Nobody died and the building didn't even fall down. But some people died. Did some people die? Yeah. How many? Um, I don't know. I just had it a second ago. Uh, I also always remember thinking to myself, why did they choose that building? Killed six, injured thousands. Thousands? Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. You know, everybody always just thinks, everybody just always remembers the Super Bowl victories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you find that quote? No, I, I don't see that anywhere. That means it probably doesn't exist, and I just made it up. Yeah, probably. I'm sure I heard it somewhere. Okay. Hmm. I, too, am sure that you heard it somewhere. Hmm. I feel like I read it somewhere, but that seems unlikely in this moment. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, Mike, we have the, we're going to have another uh, episode of Chris and Mike's Missile Mayhem Mayhem. Missile Mayhap Mayhem? Yeah, remember we did that before? Of course. Yeah, so we're going to have that. There's a lot of missile stuff going on, Mike. Oh, uh, is there? Dude, there's so much missile stuff. Here's Pray something, tell. Here's something in Iraq. Uh, 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 on May 30th, this is the second time this has happened in a couple months. Iraqi officials, five missiles hit Iraqi base hosting the U.S. At least five missiles hit a sprawling Iraqi army base hosting U.S. troops. We probably need some music for this, Mike. Oh, okay. The official said Grand missiles struck the inside of Ain al-Assad base in Iraq's western Anbar province, caused minor damage but no casualties. No casualties. 
I don't, this... I don't use our missile music, Mike. I don't remember what our missile music was. You're just playing random era music? Just yeah. play the Benny Hill music. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so again, Mike, in Baghdad, at least five missiles in a sprawling Iraqi army base hosting U.S. troops in the country's western desert Monday. Those missiles are just getting everywhere, Mike. What do you think? Uh, I mean, missiles are going to missile. I mean... <laughs> They certainly missed. No casualties, Mike. Missiles gone missing. Even with <laughs> missing missiles everywhere. Here's another thing. Over in the Ukraine, you know, remember that place? That place over there where there's, there's a little happenings transpiring, right? That's Appar still going on? Yeah. According to Israeli intelligence, more than half the missiles that Russia has sent to the Ukraine haven't even exploded. They're just sitting there sticking out of the ground looking like an ostrich. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They're burying their heads in shame. They're, I, of course, they, I, wouldn't you? Look, there's nothing more. Look, there's nothing more impotent than not popping off. You know what I'm saying? And if you're a missile, that's what you do. You don't miss and you pop. But apparently, they're not even hitting their targets. I mean, putting the miss in missiles. That's the Russian army. Really <laughs> fuck it up in the Ukraine. <laughs> Here's some more missile talk, Mike. <laughs> According to U.S. intelligence, North Korea has tested a new missile with properties we have not seen before. <laughs> Apparently, this missile does a double arc like a big top. It does all sorts of tricks. We don't even know what's going on. Here's the thing. North Korea is so wonky and so stupid and backwards that we don't even know if these <laughs> missiles are doing things that we, we can't make missiles do or if their missiles just suck so much that they broke and did some weird shit. We're just looking at it on radar, which looks like Pong, which is a stupid way to fucking tell sort this sort of thing. Don't we have Google satellites? Don't we have access to that? Why are they doing this? That's Chris and Mike's missile mayhap. <laughs> missile mayhap mayhem. A lot of missile talk going on in the news. <laughs> Moving on. Like I think books are kind of gay. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I know. But I was thinking about this. How many books do you think that exist? And I'm somebody who reads books. Gay. Uh, it's the gayest thing about me. Um, how many books do you think go unread? Like, what percentage of books are purchased and never read? Most of them. I yeah. I would say I would I would venture to guess ninety percent of books are never read. Certainly never finished. No? I would think the amount of books... Oh, ne never finished. Yeah, I'd say 99% of books. I'm just thinking about, like, the amount of books that are just laying around. People build birdhouses outside of their regular houses and just shove books in them to be like, please take these fucking books that I pretended I was going to fucking read. I mean, the amount of um, tiny libraries that have sprung up around New York City. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, get these away from my family. Please keep these away from my family. They have critical race theory in them or something. I don't know. Get them out of here. No books. People are... I, I also think the banning books is more of a hysteria than anything else because nobody's reading the books. Who cares if you ban them? You don't need to ban them. You think these kids are reading books in high school? No. Nobody's reading any books. Stop pretending you're reading books. I read books and I don't read that many books. Spoken like a well-read man. When's the last time you read a book? 
spend some time. I think books are a lot like vaginas. How so? Some people prop them up in their house, put them up on a pedestal, leave them there like a trophy to, for everybody to see. And then most people, when they're done with the book, they leave it out on the street for other people to finger through. Thank you. Thank you. Books are stupid. But I did find out about this recent genre of books. Do you know about this genre of books? Probably not. It's a specific genre of books that I didn't think existed until a couple months ago, and then I found out there's all sorts of ones. It's race-specific dating books, Mike. Wait, like how to date an Asian girl? Well, there was one that Steve Harvey got in trouble for. See if you can find this video of the clip that Steve Harvey got in trouble for. It was a few years ago. Uh, a guide for Asian men to date white women. Uh, um, now, here's how Asian men... Well, nowadays, it's probably a lot easier. I've said this before. Uh, how many... Uh, uh, how many... White women, you know, you know, there's always that trope about girls who, uh, white girls who like hook up with black dudes in college and then marry some like white dude that's a dork and has money. When the stop Asian hate thing happened, how many of those girls do you think like, damn, I should have gotten an Asian in? Probably like, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think they just went out that night and cheated on their husbands with just an with Asian an Asian guy. dude. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, nah, that happened in college. They're like, yo, you can't. They just opened sings. <laughs> what are you talking? That buffet just opened. You are promoting Asian hate. Who, me? No, no, no. Their husbands. Oh, their husbands, yeah. Bitch, why you smell like sushi right now? That's just my pussy, daddy. I have the Steve Harvey joke. Let me see. I feel like it was a pretty stupid joke. Oh, yeah, probably. It's Steve Harvey. Hey, he's one of the kings of comedy, all right? Yeah. Comedy's stupid. How did a bunch of Spanish people not put out the Latin kings of comedy? They did. Did they? Yes. They called it the Latin kings of comedy? I'm pretty sure. No way. Okay, bong. I knew this existed. The original Latin kings of comedy. It's Paul Rodriguez, George Lopez, Joey Medina, and Alex Raimundo. How did none of them get buck 50? Buck 50? By the original Latin kings of crime. Uh, what's buck 50? Face slash. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Go back to, uh, uh, what are we talking about? Let's see, Steve Harvey. Finally, here's one. How to date a white woman, a practical guide for Asian men. Why does he think it's so funny? And what's the practical guide? That's one page, too. Excuse me. Do you like Asian men? No. Thank you. (laughs) That Asian lady's laughing. How to date a black woman, a practical guide to Asian men. Same thing. It's the same thing. You like Asian men? I don't even like Chinese food, boy. It's pretty bad. This is... I don't think he's really a king of comedy. Appalling. Yeah. It don't stay with you no time. Hold on, pause it. Is that a... Chinese food gets you hungry again yes. in an hour joke? Yes. Well, didn't we discuss that in an early episode of the show that I don't understand that stereotype? It makes no sense. What do you mean? Chinese food fills you up. We ate Chinese food for dinner. I'm still pretty full. It's been an hour. Yeah, but it's full of... It's been M- over, a little over an hour. No, the point is it's full of MSG, so you retain water, so you feel fuller, but then the moment you like take a piss or something, you're mm. no longer you're hungry again. Mm. Okay. Now, Alex is behind you. She's a white woman. Hello, Alex. Hello. A- Alex, can you give me some advice for an Asian man that would want to date you? Can you give Chris advice uh, for an Asian guy that would want to date you? Uh, 
We're, we're talking about racial dating books, and there's a book called How to Date a Wo- White Woman, A Practical Guide for Asian Men. An Asian guy dating me. Yeah, um, what would be practical advice for dating you? Like, I guess, like, like be tall and be like... Sounds like you're not dating an Asian. <laughs> also, Mike, not very tall. Yeah, yeah, but Mike's not Asian. Oh, if he's Asian, he has to be tall. If he's Asian, he has to be tall. Okay. So you just like, so like I, when I search on porn, I search uh, 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 big titty Asian women, and then sometimes I search petite Latin women, because I want the opposite of what they're known for. Probably. Okay. That's just me. Is that what you're saying? You want to tall, you want to fuck Yao Ming, strictly. I, I never really thought about what I want in an Asian guy, but when I pictured my ideal Asian guy, he's tall, he's buff, I guess. He's like, he's more buff than your average Asian guy. you pull up guy. a picture of Kota Ibushi, please, Mike? <laughs> He's a pretty buff Asian dude. He's very pretty, though. I don't know if Alex wants a pretty man. Was that suitable for you, Alex? Okay, body, I don't like the hairstyle. Okay. Um, I would need a shorter hairstyle in my Asian. Okay. What about Shang-Chi? Oh, yeah, the guy who plays Shang-Chi was pretty jacked. Let's see. He's probably pretty tall, too. I just say Kota Bushi because I know he's, he's relatively tall. He's got a rock and This is a lot closer to my ideal Asian than the last guy. Okay. Because of the hair. Yeah, the hair the hair is a big difference. Okay. So the practical guide, be taller than all other Asians to stand out. Yeah, One chapter book. Be hot enough to be in a Marvel movie. Yeah, be Shang-Chi. <laughs> there was probably some hot guys in um, Squid Games, I feel. I can't mm. remember which characters, but I feel like there were mm. like... That's another thing. As an Italian woman, make sure you cook your squid... Still, it's tender. If you overcook your squid, that will not, that'll be impractical for Asian men, correct? Overcooked squid, you can't date an Italian woman. No, gross. Yeah, it's too chewy. All right, this is a 200-page book. I can't imagine what it's really saying. There's also tons of other books. Now, I remember when we were kids, there was a girl that uh, hooked up with a bunch of the dudes that I'm friends with, a black gentleman, uh, in succession. And then one dude was like, there was a book... Uh, on her bookshelf called Understanding the African Male, The Mind of the African Male. And he was like, it was the creepiest thing I've ever seen, and I never called that girl again. Uh, that wasn't even a dating book. That was just a psychology book, Mike. <laughs> These dating books are super creepy. Do you think the dating books are creepier? I do think the dating books are creepier. I'm at, like, People are people. You shouldn't really need a book. It's, it, that's, the theme of this, that's the theme of this segment, Mike. Books are stupid, and we don't need them. Here's one. Uh, the interracial dating book for black women who want to date white men. Here's how you date white men. Like, hey, you trying to fuck? Also, we should probably hang out after. That did work on me. Mike? I feel like that's a practical guide to dating any culture, though. Yeah, that's all you need. Most <laughs> of, <laughs> see, see, the thing for Asian, Asian men dating white women, I don't know, know why you need that book. It's kind of just like, just go talk to white women at a place where white women hang out. And you'll be a creep. Right? That's how you bag a woman. Yeah, but there's also like, I don't know. I was talking to uh I was talking to a girl over the weekend, and for the first time, like I heard uh it was a black chick came up to the bar, right? And she's like, yo, do you know of a place in the area uh that like plays hip hop and has a lot of people of color hanging out? And mm-hmm. it's like, that's just where she wanted to be. She'd be like my pants. Kinda. She wasn't that cute. Why would you know that? 
That's well, I mean, she asked Javi, the, the oh. door guy, but she asked like everybody who was out, like you know, because like she didn't know the neighborhood or whatever. But okay. it's like I don't know. I've never been propositioned with a question like that before. Um, I mean, if there's a show at Knitting Factory that's like three blocks away from your bar, they do a lot of hip hop shows on the weekend. Yeah. You didn't even think of that. No, no, no. I was like, yo, just come back tomorrow night. We got black ass. It's fun as fuck. And then she was like, check out this black ass. And then you were like, oh, are you hitting on me? And like, I should write a book about this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my how-to guide. I don't think, but I'm just saying, I don't think that, look, the interracial dating book for black women who want to date white men is weird enough. But then here's one um, that's even crazier. Uh, uh, There's one called, where did I put it here? It's uh, uh, The Secrets of Asian Women, How to Date White Men for Black Women. Wait, what? Yeah, hold on. Let me pull it. Wait, wait. The Secrets of Asian Men, How to Date... No, The Secrets of Asian Women. How to Date White Women, How to Date... How to Be Irresistible to White Men, The Dating Secrets of Asian Women. And this is supposed to be like the... Black women who, who swirl should... This is the full title of this book. How to be irresistible to white men, interracial data secrets of Asian women, black women who swirl should know. Because that's called swirl culture when a black woman dates a white man. Because they're down with the swirl? Yeah. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Um, Now, is this this is not written by Lisa Marble. Doesn't sound like an Asian woman. Does not. Uh, Again, uh, uh, seems like Hold on, let's read the description of this. It wasn't that white men didn't date outside of their race. After all, a large possession of white men interracial date marry Asian women. In fact, my very own roommate, an Asian woman, was one of those girls who consistently had droves of white men lined up to date her. It was from observing my roommate and learning the secrets she used to attract white men that I was able to have a date every weekend with different types of white guys. There's, I've hooked up with some Asian women. They didn't use any secrets. They were just kind of like, hey... Uh, I'm making myself available to you. And I was like, this seems fun. That's how dating men works. Right? And then, if you're not weird about it, we usually be like, hey, we should hang out another time. Right? That's how that works, typically. Just don't be weird about it. That first time. It's like, so for men, right, this is why we all have Blue Chew now. Shout out to BlueChew.com. Use promo code GOON for your first month free. Um, but that's why we all have that now, right? Is because I was just talking to a friend of mine about this. You really just got to knock that first one out, right? Mike. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So with girls, all you got to do is not be a weirdo on that first one. You could be crazy after the third date. Just like a man can stop, you can start phoning in sex here and there after the third date. Not all the time. You can't be crazy all the time either. All you got to do is not be weird. First two times you fucking do. Boom. Now you're married. Yeah, guys, it's pretty easy. Yeah, that's it. You don't need... There's multiple books. I got a book here. How to date a Jamaican man. How to love and understand a Jamaican black man. It's ten chapters. That feels like too many chapters. Seems like a lot of chapters. Every time I've ever talked to a Jamaican guy about sex, he's always just like, here's how you make your jizz more ropey. Here's how you last longer. They're just trying to pound it out. 
God they, bless they, them. They're the ones who taught me about, you know those little rocks they sell in bodegas in bags? You ever see those little baggies with a little black rock in it? No. So they sell these little black rocks, and I was like, what the hell is that? It's got like a Jamaican flag on it. And I asked the Jamaican guy's friends with, he's like, what you do is you take a piece of that, you spit on your hand, and you rub it in, you rub it all over your cock. And it's going to burn your cock a lot. But you can last all night. And I was like, but it's going to burn your cock? He's like, yeah, but you could fuck all night. And I go, but it's going to burn your cock? And he's like, yeah. I was like, I think that guy needs a book to how to not burn his cock. Checks out. But nobody's going to read any of these books. They're just going to buy them. You know who buys these books? Somebody who wants to do a thing, but doesn't really want to do the thing. Because we all know you're not reading the book, which is the whole point of this segment in the first place. No one's reading these books. No one's dating anybody. Everybody's just fucking. So whoring 20s, Mike. Moving on. All right, we got to get out of here in a minute, Mike. What do you want to talk about before we leave? Uh, the, you want to do this? The Rock's daughter is going to be a WWE star? Is she hot? I mean, she looks like The Rock. Let me see. No, nah, I'm good. Moving on. <laughs> So this one dude in Florida fucking rules, though. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. I mean, you sent me this. I had seen it on Reddit earlier, but you had also uh, sent me this. Um, uh, the cops were looking for his girlfriend. Uh, and uh, this gentleman, uh, uh, when the cops said, why are the lights going on and off in the house? Because apparently this was their plan. She started flicking the lights on and off. He said, I don't know. Could be ghosts. <laughs> no, so that's not that's not the story. Is that not what happened? So cops show up to this guy's house looking for this girl. Jonathan Fowler, age right. 29. Uh, he comes out, locks the door behind him quickly, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, well, we got to come inside and see if this chick is here. And he's like, she's not here. Nobody else is in there. You're going to need a warrant to get inside my house, you know, because I locked it. And the cops are like, you sure nobody's in there? Because we definitely hear somebody moving around in there. <laughs> and then the lights went off. <laughs> and they were like, what's that? And he said, could be ghosts, termites, maybe earwigs. <laughs> earwigs, he said. <laughs> they could be. I'm pretty sure those live in your ears. How would they turn the lights off? They, might, they would be controlling a person. It'd be like Mr. Mind from The Power of Shazam. Or they're just like they're shooting through the electrical wires. But I'm just saying, that guy's a fucking G. Apparently, he did give up his girlfriend when they called for the dogs. Oh, for real? Yeah. He was scared of dogs. Oh, man. I mean, but the dogs would have needed a warrant, too. And the dog serving him a warrant would have been adorable. That would have been so cute. Dude, I, do you think it would, like, hold it in its teeth like a, a, like a diploma or, like, a rolled-up diploma? Or do you think, like, he would bring him, like, he was bringing in the newspaper, but it was a warrant? Or do you think he would stand up and hand him the thing with his, like, paws? <laughs> How do you think the dog would serve him the warrant? Yeah, I feel like it would also, be... Also, I think dogs are scared of ghosts because of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, all the cop has to do is be like, yo, you get some Scooby snacks if you go in there, get out the AR-15s and the ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog's <laughs> coming out with a bunch of AR-15s and dead ghosts. <laughs> He's like... <"Rrr." laughs> but this guy fucking rules. Shout out Jonathan Fowler. That guy's the fucking man. Uh... I just love that you'd be like, I don't know, maybe a ghost. You probably, y'all probably scared of that ghost. Got an AR-15 up there. You know, I left my AR-15 in the ghost room. I don't know if you want to go in there. There's a ghost in there. You very go yeah. ghosters. Yeah, it's very, it's very ghosty in there. You know what? So ghosty. Ghosty. The ghost is not clear. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little ghosty in there. 
All right. Shout out Jonathan Fowler. Moving on. All right, we've come to an end of the show. I think this was a good one, Mike. What do you think? Chris, I think they're all good ones. I don't think we've ever made a bad episode of this show. Mm. Never once. Mm. Except for that one time we were in Studio B, maybe. Yeah, my face was all fucked up. Remember I had that weird growth on my face? Yeah. That's why I stopped wearing masks. That's how I realized they didn't work. Because I had that growth on my face. It was the end of the pandemic for you. Yeah. Can't believe we might have to quarantine at some point. What? Why? Monkeypox. Fuck (laughs) that. No, but this has been the end of the show. Uh, If you're listening to this on Tuesday or whatever, uh, I'll be with Justin Silver uh, in Fairfield Comedy Club June 4th. And also email askthegoon at gmail.com if you want to come see this Connecticut Sun game with your boys. It's going to be a fun one. Mike, you got anything you got to plug besides sticking portly on the Gas Digital Network that comes on right after Legion of Skanks? Just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Harrington. Come check out our show at Brooklyn Comedy Club. What do you got going on at Brooklyn Comedy Club this week? Um... No produce shows. I got Sonia Zambrana is doing a movie show next a Tuesday. A movie show? Yeah. At a stand-up club? <laughs> I never would think that would happen. You cunt. Um, is she watching a movie? Yes, she's watching Biodome with Pauly Shore. It's uh, your favorite movie is canceled. Uh, where she watches the movie, it's going to be her, LaMare, and uh, Drew, and Naeem, the guys from Do-Rag and the Deer Tag. And they're going to point out all of the reasons why this movie could not be made in 2022. Isn't it a lot of uh, them trying to fuck women they're locked in a biodome with? Yeah, probably. I don't know, dude. I haven't seen biodome ever. But what I do know... You've never seen biodome? What I do I, what I do know... It would always come on Comedy Central, and Paulie Shore would start talking. I'd be like, gay, and I'd change the channel. Um, but yeah, you should come out, hang out for that. You're going to be... There's like a drinking game involved. It's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be a fun night. People drinking are going to be getting fucked free? up. Uh, no. Uh, and then this Sunday, Jay and uh, Lewis are both going to be appearing on Black Ass Comedy Show. So mm, sounds like a white ass comedy show. Yeah, Lewis is—they're all Nazis. Those guys are all white. Oh yeah, and it's streaming on Gas. Oh, it's what is it? Two dollars? I don't know. It's a pay per view of some kind, but uh, yeah, five bucks. Five dollars? It's outrageous! Don't watch that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars, Bobby. That's fucking disgusting. You know what you can do with five dollars? I can buy two more beers and have money for candy left over. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar.
I tell you, I tell you. 